Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. It ain't the left side or the right side, and it must be the fence side. Thank you, Solo D. Welcome to another episode of On the Fin Side here with Kat and Paul. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Spreaker, iTunes, YouTube, iHeartRadio, and on Spotify. The Dolphins draft Christian Wilkins, defensive tackle out of the University of Clemson, 13th overall, 6'3, 315 pounds and a very, very productive player for Clemson over the last several years. And I've got to have a little bit of egg on my face, Paul, because <laughs> when we did our mock draft this past week with you, me, Travis Wingfield, Antoine Staley, and Rob Prophet, I had the 13th overall pick, and I took Cody Ford, the tackle out of Oklahoma, who is still on the board. Uh, Christian Wilkins is a player that's been projected inside the top 15 and the Dolphins seem to have made a solid pick right here. Yeah, and it was it was kind of funny to me that and and you know Rob, Antoine, Travis, and myself all said we would have taken Wilkins there based on how the board fell. But to be fair though, too, the board fell a lot differently than uh, I think anybody could have predicted in, the, in this first round. I mean, you had all kinds of weirdness like Mayock and and Chucky out there taking uh, Cleveland Farrell fourth overall, which is laughable to me um year may prove that differently but i really like this christian wilkins pick i think he's a guy that when you look at all the clemson d linemen in the first round here you know you you could have looked at lawrence if you wanted somebody that was truly going to plug the middle um, and could kick out the defensive tackle in a forefront but in reality with with getting wilkins you can flex him to a a three four defensive end you can flex him into the middle of that 3-4. You can move him, Gachow, and Vincent Taylor around a little bit on that defensive line and and find the formula that works best for you. And and I know something I've been preaching all offseason is is this coaching staff seems to be one that values versatility so that they could be flexible, be unpredictable, and do the things that, well, let's face it, we, we really – thought we were going to see and wanted to see and had the tools to see the past few years under Adam Gase and just didn't very often. Yeah, and looking at that Clemson defensive line, I mean, Cleland Farrell was a big reach for the Raiders at number four, and Dexter Lawrence ends up going before the 20th pick at number 17 to the New York Giants. Christian Wilkins goes 13th, and Wilkins was the one that we all wanted much more there for the Dolphins, because he's somebody that is very stout at the point of attack, but unlike Dexter Lawrence, he's not just going to be a two-down player, and unlike Cleland Farrell, he's going to offer a little bit more versatility in his current position. So, yeah, very good pick here, and also now Davin Gottschaw, Vincent Taylor, and Christian Wilkins, all 25 years old and younger on rookie contracts. So that really does free up the Dolphins to take a look at some pass rushers and some defensive backs and some offensive linemen too here heading into day two and day three. 
Yeah, Miami's really got to jump on an offensive lineman uh, soon at this point. I mean, outside of Laramie Tunsil, there's a whole lot of question marks along that offensive line. And, you know, running a few mock drafts and simulations and things like that, the well dries up a lot very quickly. But the good news is there's a lot of good offensive linemen on the board that they could look at here in round two and possibly even be able to trade back a little bit and still pick one up. I mean, you've got Jawan Taylor, you've got Dalton Risner, you've got your pick Cody Ford, um, and and several other guys still sitting out there. So the thought is there that that at least one of those guys may slide down to Miami at the very least. And taking a look at my Dolphins board heading into tonight, the top four players on my board are offensive linemen. So the odds are very very good that one falls to that second round pick, like we've talked about over recent weeks. So let's go back and revisit that board. Obviously, number one is Cody Ford, because he would have been my pick at 13, and I'll have a giant egg on my face on that one. Uh, He can play guard, he can play tackle. And the second player is Jawan Taylor, and he's a little bit of an interesting one, because, I mean, he's somebody that a lot of people had projected to go seventh overall to the Jaguars. He's falling, and maybe it's because of one year of production at Florida. Maybe it's because of the lack of versatility. Hasn't shown he could play left tackle or guard, but still a very good player. Uh, Dalton Reisner, somebody that we also both love, has that versatility, but maybe not the same athleticism as a Juwan Taylor or as a Cody Ford. And the fourth guy is uh, Eric McCoy, the center out of Texas A&M, who could be a plug-and-play center slash guard. So maybe Chris, or Chris Lindstrom isn't there. He was another player that went a little bit earlier than we thought. But still, it, it looks like the Dolphins might be able to go offensive line in the second round. And maybe even if they're lucky, trade back up into the, into the early third or late second to grab another offensive lineman if one falls far enough. Yeah, and I mean, there's still some good corners available as well. I mean, guys. Byron Murphy, Greedy Williams, uh, at wide receiver, you've got guys like Paris Campbell and DK Metcalf in a bit of a surprise as well. Hopefully the one guy that I'm worried about still having on the board here is Drew Locke is still available. And I'm hopeful that somebody jumps all over him before he can even become a temptation for the Dolphins with their pick. So if uh, Drew Locke falls to 48, Paul, is it somebody you no. would take a look at or still still not not at all? Nope. I would take a look at him rolling right past my pick. And the the good thing about if Drew Locke falls to forty eight is you may be in territory now where somebody's looking to trade up to grab him that may have had eyes on him uh, leading up. So maybe you can leverage that to move down a few spots for somebody to just j- leapfrog. To, to get in where they want to get him. That's the ideal with him. I mean, you're not going to see a lot of that now with, with a lot of teams looking to try to trade up for a quarterback if they want to get that fifth-year option. But I don't know. I mean, it's it's I'm not tempted by Drew Locke. I mean, I don't see the big positive upside, at least in the near future, that I see from some of the late-round guys at this point. So for me, I'm fine passing on Locke. Right now, he is heading into day two, 14th on my Dolphins board. So I'm with you on that. I see very little chance that he is going to be my top guy at 48. 
so uh, after those linemen that I mentioned there, you know, you've got on my board Ford, Taylor, Reisner, McCoy, then the center Elgin Jenkins out of Mississippi State, and then a lot of defensive backs too. I mean, you've got uh, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, Juan Thornhill, Greedy Williams, Rocky Sin, Nasir Adderley, Byron Murphy, Greg Little. So a lot of offensive linemen and def- defensive back, for me at least, before we get to that pick. And again, like we've talked about, I mean, it doesn't make much sense for Drew Locke to be the pick under any circumstances because they don't have the offensive line ahead of them. And he's a player that just rocks back and fires kind of in that Jay Cutler mold in terms of ball placement and feet. So not a pick that makes a whole lot of sense right now. So anything else uh, you're looking forward to heading into day two, Paul? I'm I'm curious to see where guys like Winovich and Jalen Ferguson, who I know we talked about in our edge rusher uh, segment fall to Um, those could be two guys to look at during day two, hopefully more so in round three than round two, but you never know. Um, beyond that, I mean, it, it's, I, I just, I feel like Miami has got to come out of day two with at least one offensive lineman. However, however they need to get there. That's huge to me at this point because I don't know. Fitzpatrick can't hide behind just Laramie Tunsil. Yeah. Chris Greer said that it's important the Dolphins come away in this draft with three starters, and that's got to be their focus for tomorrow to really nail that second round pick and third round pick. I think they're going to head in the direction of offensive line and defensive back as we continue to move forward. And that will do it for our breakdown of the pick of Christian Wilkins and the first day of the NFL draft. You can follow Paul and I on the Fin side on Facebook, Twitter, Spreaker, iTunes, YouTube, iHeartRadio, and on Spotify. Check out our merch store, too, on thefinside.threadless.com. And if it's not on the right side, and it's not on the left side, it is on the fin side. Solo D, take us home. It ain't the left side or the right side, and it must be the fin side. It ain't the left side or the right side, and it must be the fin side. Listen, Dolphins fans across the land all tuning in to see what Brian Cat and Paul about to do again. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.